remember that a 20 minute run is not going to be 20 minutes carve out double that and make sure that you give yourself five to ten minutes before the run very simply take a few minutes just closing your eyes and following the breath welcome to the practice of health with me charlie tunmore the purpose of this bite-sized podcast is to empower you to take ownership of your own health I'm a certified health coach, I manage a yoga studio in London, and I'm a jiu-jitsu purple belt. In each episode, I explore an area of holistic health with a guest. Nutrition, movement, sleep, stress, and much more. And we share tools and principles that you can implement in your life today. After all, health is a practice, not an idea. Hey friends, this is episode 44, Yoga for Sport, with Mr. Collyman. Inspired by the sweaty flows of hot pod yoga, Collie taught yoga for four years for them whilst running a schedule of classes at the idyllic clockwork courtyard in Camberwell. He also specialised in teaching yoga to athletes and for sport. Having worked with boxers, footballers and runners, He's passionate to shine a light on the benefits yoga can bring to sports recovery, rehab, injury prevention and mental outlook. And he's soon to launch a yoga for runners platform called Trainers Off. I really enjoyed the conversation I had with Collie. We've done a few workshops together and we've really talked a lot about different aspects of yoga for sport from recovery, mindset, body awareness, flexibility and strength. Um, also specifically about yoga for runners and how Collie was supporting runners for the recent London Marathon. Talked a little about the world record in running that Collie's mum has with his brother. Uh, all about hot pod yoga and the beautiful clockwork studios in Camberwell. And really breathing was another topic that we touched on and the benefits of nasal breathing to de-stress. So after doing, as I mentioned, two workshops together, um, Collie and I decided to do another one coming up on Saturday, the 19th of November from 10 to 11.30 at Clockwork Studio in Camberwell. And in the first half, Collie will teach an energizing yoga flow and then I will lead a workshop on the foundations of nutrition. Super important because we dive deep into eating behaviors and creating a supportive environment. Really what we need to think about instead of short-term diets, are sustainable everyday skills that can be practiced consistently so that we can feel, function and recover better. And that will be what the workshop is about. And if you want to sign up for it, go to Collie's website, which is uh, mrcollymanyoga.com. And yeah, just click on the uh, Clockwork Studio part of his website and you can book on the workshop there. So hope to see you uh, coming up in November. And if you wanna find out and connect more with Collie on his Instagram, it's at Mr. Collyman. And yeah, all of those links are in the show notes as well as more information about what Collie has on his website, specifically some great videos for yoga for runners. So take a look at that. I am very honored to say that Plant Power is sponsoring today's episode. Plant Power is a plant-based meal service located in the reception of Diesel Gym London. Healthy meals, snacks and juices are available daily. My personal favourite is the Power Bar 
and it is run by my very good friend Alex Manusos. And I hope you enjoy today's show. Polly, welcome to the Practice of Health. Thank you for coming on today. Thanks very much for having me. Great to be here. Thanks for asking me to be on. Absolutely. That's totally fine. I'm um yeah, I'm currently sitting in your house here in Crystal Palace and it's yeah, we've known each other for a few months now. Um, done a few workshops together. You've taught me a lot about breath work and other kind of techniques to the yoga and breathing. And yeah, just say thanks for for that. And I've really it's really helped me in my kind of practice to do with yoga and jujitsu and kind of learning more about the breath. Um, but yeah, I wanted to start today. You recently said that you were helping out with the London Marathon, um, teaching some yoga classes. Was it mm. hot pot yoga? Yeah, exactly. And I just wanted to hear a bit more about that and and what your involvement was. Yeah, was for with sure. Um, well, I teach with um, hot pot yoga, and they're traditionally um, uh, a vinyasa based yoga studio. That's um, they're kind of based in in a in a massive purple pod, so. In case anyone is not aware of what they do, the sort of 15 to 30 people come inside the pod, we zip it up, it's nice and dark and purple and it's got like its own hot pod yoga scent that they've created and there's some wonderful music that they play. Um, And it's a real escape, so classes can be 45, 60 minutes long and as I say, it's like a classic kind of vinyasa, nothing too out there and it's all quite accessible stuff can be quite quite um, spicy because it gets pretty sweaty and mm. intense. Um, but occasionally they like to branch out and do various things with other brands and other places and such as festivals and that kind of thing. But um, London Marathon, I think, reached out and asked if they wanted to have a space down at the Excel Centre where the runners come to collect their race pack and race details. Um, so over four or five days we had, we were churning out classes back to back, just 30 minute sessions that people could come in, enjoy, um, I guess like the benefits of, of heat and what that can do to the body in terms of relaxing the muscles and maybe giving a little bit of an intensity to the way you move, um, but also just to prepare the all of the runners for the, for the race that was happening on Sunday. Mm. So just gentle kind of mobility stuff. Um, as I say, like it was just a good opportunity to to promote the brand Hot Pod Yoga, but it was also a really nice opportunity to like introduce the benefits of yoga for running. And I was like amazed at how many I'd say like at least three quarters of the people that came into the classes that I led hadn't done yoga before, or were new to using yoga as a as a means of mm. like preparing for an event or perhaps like recovering from it. So. Yeah, just staggered about how many people don't use yoga as a as a as a good benefit for whatever they're doing in terms of exercise. Um, so really beneficial few days, introducing yeah. lots of ideas about recovery and strength and breathing and um, general kind of mindset and mentality towards running. So yeah, it was really beneficial. Do you feel there are more people becoming aware of? yoga in terms of they do make other sport a few times a week and then want to get involved with yoga like when you speak to other people or... yeah i think i think in more recent years as yoga has become a lot more popular um i think uh, quite an accessible route into yoga has been through sport and using the practice as an accompaniment to perhaps exercise that's definitely how i found it um it was probably like nine or ten years ago now but i would 
practice yoga once a week, perhaps just as a as a means of alongside football and running. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think I think there's, <laughs> there's a lot of people that don't practice yoga, and there's a lot of space mm. for more people to do it and yeah. for it to be introduced to more people. Um, but I think the, the the sporty exercise route is definitely a way in, just to lure them in to the practice. And then, of course, when they start to um, spend more time doing it, they'll probably be open toward to all of the other aspects of the practice and perhaps start to get interested mm. in other things. And it could go anywhere from there, really. Yeah, yeah. So I guess if you were talking to someone who was involved with a, other sports, say running or football or boxing, and they were intrigued by yoga, how would you how would you talk about yoga how would you talk about the benefits i guess you mm. said before just to focus on the physical to start off with but how would you yeah. how would you go about i guess firstly it would be important to try and like de um mystify or destigmatize what yoga is and like i almost think that it should not be called yoga mm. when it comes to certain um people or introducing it to certain parts of life um, because a lot of people tend to do tend to think that it's you know punchy classes at least an hour long you've got to wear lycra you know that that kind of vibe mm-hmm. um, maybe a lot of guys are perhaps less inclined to be um, practicing in a studio as well so it's mm-hmm. important just to try and destigmatize it a little bit and um, introduce the idea that yoga doesn't really have to be um, a class that you go to a yoga studio actually it could be Mm-hmm. Um, just a regular practice that you can bring into your day-to-day, mm-hmm. say, five, ten minutes in the morning. Um, even if it's just a bit of simple breathing, um, ultimately it's a chance for you to spend more time with the body, just to increase your body awareness levels. And same thing with the mind as well, spending more time rooting down and exploring how the mind feels. Um, with regards to like the benefits of what yoga can provide for exercise and sport, um, naturally, people tend to think of the physical benefits, which you know I'd love to talk about in terms of recovery um, and just keeping your muscles and joints in a healthy place. So that you know after you do the exercise, rather than muscles that tend to contract and get short and tight, make sure that they come back to a kind of healthy um, state so that next time you come to doing the same exercise, the joints are going to be able to operate in in the, in the way that they should. Um, I guess besides that, it's, it's not just glorified stretching. Um, I think that's another thing that people tend to think it is. There's a lot more to it. Um, in terms of the physical benefits, you could be looking at strength and conditioning, um, using the practice almost like as a prehab um, warding off any potential injuries um, yeah and not only recovery it could also be you can also look at the practice as a means of tapping into performance as well mm. um, particularly when it comes to professional sport like if you're looking to improve in a certain area those gains are quite often quite small and marginal Mm. so in terms of yoga you could perhaps like develop a really good breath practice um, and therefore kind of master your nervous system regulation Mm. Um, you could perhaps think about targeting your core 
um, which will ultimately perhaps like help with longer endurance in whatever activity you're doing, yeah. or perhaps you're, you're you're enjoying like an activity or movement that encourages like cross body movement, where again a stronger core will help. Um, what else is there with regards to strength and performance in terms of running? Like you could think about developing a longer stride, or maybe like a, a stronger push off the ground with the feet. Um, all of these little areas that you could target are um, already beneficial I guess like it's ultimately it's just spending more time like in the body mm. increasing increasing your awareness levels and um, trying to monitor or channel like a sense of balance um, whether that's a balance between strength um, and flexibility like power of movement and like range of motion or perhaps it's a balance that's a little bit more like holistic in approach, uh, such as like how much you need to be exercising and how much how much you need to be resting and recovering, for example. Um, or maybe taking the practice a little bit deeper in towards like developing breath work or spending time exploring meditation as a means of um, like maybe developing a positive mindset towards your exercise or sport mm. um, you could think about spending more time in the realm of meditation as a means of tapping into yeah just embracing like a positive mindset maybe even venturing towards visualization that's sometimes used mm. within the sport world um, or even spending more time um, just in the present moment, really, and uh, enjoying a more kind of compassionate, um, selfless approach to whatever exercise you're doing. Sometimes that can be really useful, particularly with sport uh, that involve big teams, lots of egos. Mm. Important to understand like how to approach everything in a very kind of neutral way and not kind of hold on to things and ensure that you can like let go of losses yeah. kind of endless really uh, in terms of the different uh, elements of the yoga practice that can help your exercise or yeah. sport or activity yeah I completely agree and when I talk to friends who train MMA or Jiu Jitsu hmm. or Muay Thai um it's starting out if I if I'm talking about the benefits of yoga, as you said, sort of maybe having five minutes at the end of your main class, doing some kind of stretching, some yoga, mm. it's more hips, chest, things like that, and then kind of starting out doing that once or twice a week, and then maybe kind of progressing to there, and then yeah, it doesn't have to be going to a studio doing this for an hour. You know, that some people that works really well, but it's starting out maybe just like a few minutes, a few stretches. I, I say to some people because I'm still one of the only. There's not many people at the end of like jujitsu class that stretch, and often people kind of go straight from really intense sparring to going straight and go to the shower and going home. And I feel that there'll be a period of time where that's fine, especially if you're, especially if you're young. But if you kind of continually do it, you're gonna feel kind of tight, and it's gonna. Yeah, it's not going to be good long term. So even mm. if I say to people, just do two stretches each for 30 seconds, just start off with that, just really very small. And most people go for longer yeah. and do five minutes at the end. So they kind of like see what I do. I like want that pigeon pose, yeah. or one like one up body, one lower body um, yoga position, and then kind of try and do some bit longer. Because 
yeah, I think for a lot of these, we want to think about this long-term, sustainable. Mm. I enjoy doing this sport. I want to be able to do it in 10, 20 years' time. What can I do now? What small things can I do um, after after my main sport class? And maybe once a week, I also go to a hot pod yoga, for example, or another studio class that help with a teacher who kind of help me in certain other ways. Yeah, but um, absolutely, you hit the nail on the head with um, I think reframing exercise in terms of like the time that you spend on it. Like, if you're going for a run for 15 minutes, like, that's not 15 minutes out of your day. You should, like, give yourself at least 30 or 45 mm-hmm. minutes because mm-hmm. 10, 15, prepare 10, 15 minutes afterwards. Um, the amount of times that I got injured, like, probably 15 years ago now, I was doing a lot of marathon running, doing a lot of long-distance running, and I would, I would literally come back from 15, 20-mile runs and just, like, slouch on the sofa straight away and um, would never do any kind of warming up <laughs> never stretch afterwards yeah. and it was just like completely moronic because obviously I'm going to get injured and it's going to cause muscular imbalances and mm-hmm. the classic one with the running is runner's knee where you get quite sort of tight ITB area and you mm-hmm. can pull on the knee mm-hmm. um, I definitely had that a couple of times I also fractured my ankle um, back in my early 20s mm-hmm. from a knock in football and even after that just doing sort of intense physio exercises um, really sort of instilled an attitude in me that was mm. like, you know, if you want to be hitting the right note with a certain sport or activity, you need to be taking care of yourself at other times mm. and approaching perhaps like if you're looking at doing a run on Saturdays, you've got to be aware of what you're doing in at least the few days leading up to it. And that's not even just about how you move, that's about how you sleep and how you eat Mm. and how you breathe all of these things can affect um, Mm. your approach to that exercise Um, but yeah that that idea of just five ten minutes a day if you can start to implement those little habits you're going to do yourself wonders in Mm. terms of looking after your body and as you say injury prevention and you know we're going to be living we're in this sort of aging population everyone's going to live a lot longer and we're going to be wanting to do these things for a lot longer so it's Mm. really important that we continue to um just keep our body in a healthy and our mind in a healthy space so we can continue to do it longer yeah i think the mind especially in certain sports become more and more 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 awareness of a lot of professional athletes have like a performance coach or a mental coach and especially they compete a lot, that can be very nerve wracking. And they said things like meditation or breath work before they compete or more visualization, which they can kind of gain some understanding through yoga can really help in that sense. Mm. Um, totally. Yeah. It's amazing, like even if you're playing five-a-side football pitch or if you're playing Premier League in front of like hundreds of thousands of people, your nervous system is gonna go through like hell and leather. You're gonna be up and down all the time. And it's really important to be able just to monitor that and be able to notice like when you're feeling stimulated and when you need to downregulate. And of course, yoga is a wonderful practice that can um, encourage you to spend more time with your breath and encourage you to manipulate how the nervous system is operating via your breath. And so, um, yeah, I think that alone can be really beneficial practice. and I think within the sport world, so many people haven't spent enough time, you know, diving deep in, into that side of the practice. 
Um, so yeah, it's really important that the more, <laughs> more and more people can can help amplify and. I guess in the world we're we're living in with with social media and uh, the world getting a smaller place, there are there are lots of channels and access to um, tips, education, tools. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a really good thing. Um, so I think it's we're, we're stepping in the right direction. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I know you're quite focused on runners. And helping them with their sport, um, I was wondering if you could speak a bit more about that. And in terms of what you're doing now, I know you have a number of videos on your website, specifically looking at kind of yoga for runners, mm-hmm. and you're also starting to do um, various kind of events, mm-hmm. in the Crystal yeah. Palace area. So I guess to give a little a background, I um, once I'd done a teacher training in in Vinyasa mm. yoga, ride decided to sort of specialize and I've done a, a couple of specialized training within this remit uh, one with um, a UK based uh, teacher who's sometimes kind of known as like I guess the queen of like yoga for football or one of them which is Sarah Ramsden and then another girl from the US Tiffany Crickshank and both um, trainings were were all of, all about this this area so I'm really excited to start to amplify the the learnings um i guess also like with regards to my backstory um running and marathon training and um keeping the body healthy has always been like a big part of my life it's like a big part of my family life as i mentioned to you like my mother's like a really big runner she came to running in her 50s and has been running for 15 to 20 years doing long long distance running and She's even got like a world record with my brother, who's a very quick runner, which I can fill you in and about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just like really excited to bring all of this kind of passion for not only running, but also like the self-care that you need to bring to running uh, in the form of, as you mentioned, um, events. I'm gonna start some um, yoga for runners classes down in Crystal Palace. Um, I'm gonna be meeting on a Tuesday evening, go for some gentle 20 minute jog before practicing Mm. yoga for 45 60 minutes and i hope to kind of amplify that style of class throughout various places in south london Um, i've led a few workshops for hot pod yoga and i've led a few workshops online as well particularly during covid um, because you can really kind of um, you can dive quite deep into it so it's nice sometimes to to bring an hour or two focus to to this area um, and as you mentioned, I've got a chunk of videos on my website, so I like to record um, sequences, little 15, 20 minute classes or 45, 60 minute classes, put them up on my website. Um, and they're all recorded at um, a space that I have been kind of developing and running over the last four years. It's called Clockwork Courtyard mm-hmm. down in Camberwell, which you know well, and we've run a couple of workshops at. Um, that's a wonderful space and it's like an idyllic kind of tucked away hidden gem that not many people really know about but it's um, I used to actually live there so it's um, I sort of created a, a nice corner of the space for my yoga videos and that's continuing to be a bit of a part of my brand with my online <laughs> presence so I'm continuing to record all of my videos down there um, yeah yeah it's a great space 
and I'd be curious to learn more about if you've got any ideas of health practices to do with yoga or breathing um, that you want to kind of share with people. Um, I guess, well, use of the breath is an interesting one, particularly with regards to sport, um, but generally just in terms of nervous system management, I think it's important to master at least five to ten minutes a day where you do find that time to carve out for yourself and just explore how your breathing feels and perhaps try and channel a, a calmer breath, a more healthy functional breath. So you're breathing perhaps like, you know, you look around today and as people rush around as they stress going from A to B, there's probably a lot of people that are not breathing very functionally. You can see it in their faces, you can see the panic, you can see the mouth open, you can see the quick breathing really important to um, sow like a decent seed perhaps in the morning wherever it is whereby you're breathing in a very healthy way so that, that does mean a nasal breath rather than a mouth breath mm-hmm. um, breathing deep and diaphragmatically breathing slowly breathing softly all of these kind of key pillars of mm-hmm. like a functional breath um, that will help you in terms of your um, nervous system in terms of the oxygen delivery to your body and um, just in terms of feeling kind of grounded and rooted in the present moment Mm. Um, that is a is a very basic very basic tool but i really recommend um doing that (laughs) or trying to channel a, a good practice in that regard yeah um just to loop in on the breath it's it's quite an interesting one about Um, just a couple of tips in terms of breathing whilst you're exercising that nasal versus mouth breath is is an important one and it's it's really worth if you are interested um, in it just next time you're exercising next time you go for a walk or a jog Mm -hmm. or take a enjoy a sport just really pay attention to how you're breathing Um, because quite often more than not, you're going to probably be breathing in and out of the mouth, which sort of has been um, there's been a, there's been a shift towards that kind of breathing over the last whatever fifty, hundred, two hundred yeah. years. Um, but I think it's worth just just realizing the importance of a, a nasal breath when it comes to exercise. Um, you're going to rather than breathing in and out of the mouth and stimulating this kind of stress response, just sit back a little bit, close the mouth, breathe in and out of the nose nice and calmly. It's gonna start to stimulate that calmer state of your nervous system. That, like, that is um, a legit kind of science and it's very beneficial to do that. Yeah, yeah, all great tips, all great advice. Um, yeah, we're coming to the end of this this episode, but I wanted to kind of hear before we end on where people can find out more about you, to connect with you, um, to practice yoga with you mm. and everything else. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. Um, well, my website is mrcollymanyoga.com and as I mentioned, I chuck out loads of videos there. Some are yoga for sports stuff, some are breathwork videos and some are just general vinyasa classes. Um, I'm also on the Instagram, mrcollyman. And um, as mentioned, I teach a schedule of classes at Clockwork Courtyard, which is a space, if you're unfamiliar with it, worth checking out. Um, beautiful space in, space in Camberwell, just off uh, Ruskin Park. 
um, hot pod yoga. Anyone wanting a, a sweaty flow, come on down to hot pod yoga. If you're up for a class with me, come to Brixton or Dulwich. Um, and then I guess also if anyone is interested in um, yoga for running and is South London based, I'm excited to launch yoga for runners in Crystal Palace from November, Tuesday evenings. Um, I'm going to be launching something called Trainers Off, possibly next year, which will be the brand that these Yoga for Runners classes will go under. And I hope to, again, create a space where people can come to perhaps the website or the Instagram channel and practice 10, 15 minute gentle videos that will benefit running. Um, and then also excited to start doing more workshops and, uh, and retreats, perhaps under that name as well next year. So excited about that yeah that sounds great I think there's a definite big demand for that and a lot of people especially runners as you, as you said during this conversation would greatly benefit from doing some yoga and being having more mindful practice before and afterwards mm. um and incorporating it into their kind of day-to-day -day routines absolutely so yeah looking forward to hearing more about that and as always i'll put all of that in the show notes so just sort of look at the information of the podcast, the links to everywhere to find more about Collie. And uh, yeah, thank you for, for today. And it's been great just having kind of chats in down, having no distractions and yeah, getting to know you a bit more. So for sure. Lovely to see you as always. You too, Collie. And, uh, thank you so much for having me on. Really appreciate it. I help people eat better, improve their sleep, move more and reduce their stress by focusing on the foundations of holistic health that are simple and accessible to practice. Email charlietunmore at gmail.com that's T-U-N-M-O-R-E to book a free health assessment with me. I am not a doctor so please do not substitute this information for medical advice. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this episode useful and want to support the podcast, please share it, give it a five-star rating and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps the practice of health empower more people to take ownership of their own health.